0: hello and welcome to this episode of the esg fitness podcast today you're going to get a little bit of a sneaky insight into the program that i built to end yo-yo dieting so this is what people get when they sign up to commit six a little bit of a welcome in fact it's half the welcome video and if you'd rather watch it as a video you can actually use the link in the show notes and watch on youtube But I hope you enjoy it, whether you're signing up or not, or whether you're interested in coaching or not, this will be really valuable to get your head in the right space to essentially get over yo-yo dieting and get results that last. Hello, and welcome to Commit to Six, or as I like to call it, the start of the rest of your life. I want you to use this six weeks to make changes that you want to make and maintain for good and for it to be the end to yo-yo dieting for you. Well done for being here because investing in yourself is not easy. And I don't take it lightly that you have chosen to be here and that you've chosen to work with us. And I promise that you will not regret that choice. I think I speak for myself and all of the coaches when I say that it genuinely means the world to us, that you're here. We see it as a huge honor to get to support, to support you to better your life. And I don't want this to be like previous attempts you've tried before. And really I created the whole commit to six program for people who feel like they've been yo-yo dieting for a long time. I am going to walk you through some of the practicalities in this program, but I want to be clear. The, The main reason that you're going to get different results this time is your mindset coming into this and how you think about this process. So I want you to change your mindset from resenting this to embracing it, to reframing negative situations and instead finding positives and implementing imperfect action and focusing on what you can do in the situation you're in, instead of just giving up when things inevitably aren't always perfect. I want you to choose to look for solutions, not excuses, because you are absolutely capable of achieving your goals and there will undoubtedly be hurdles along the way and that's life and that's fine but it is all figure outable and you need to approach it with that mindset and ultimately i want you to commit to this because you want to better yourself it's a positive change not because you feel you have to it's insane to me that we've changed that we see dieting as such a negative thing or making changes is such a negative thing, as if you have to do it from a place of like disliking yourself to start with. That's not the truth. Actually, diet and exercise is the highest form of self-care and that's how we should be approaching it, of like, I wanna do these things because I wanna feel my best, not because I feel like I have to. So how are we gonna make this time different? And I'm sure most of you have tried diets before, which actually means you have a ton of experience to pull from. So before jumping on to this next thing, I want you to reflect on what did work for you previously, what didn't work for you previously, and why didn't it work for you previously, right? So was it over restrictive? Did you see it as a short-term solution with an end point? Because, spoiler, if you want to maintain your results, you are going to have to maintain your behaviours that got you there or were you approaching it with this all or nothing like perfectionist mindset where you could either do everything exactly as it was planned but if anything came up that was slightly different you'd just give up or was it part of your what was it like the relationship you had to the scales and I don't know p- placing too much of your progress solely on the scales and giving up every time the scales didn't drop and by the way if you do that you will never get results so really i just want you to take 10 minutes to think about what you can learn from previous attempts before you start again and the most important part going forward for this is going to be your mindset so many people talk themselves into failure on a diet before they've even started and this time is going to be different and you are completely capable and this time you're going to be supported. So all you need to do is just reach out whenever you need help and commit to doing your check-ins. They are really the only two things we ask of clients is reach out if you're struggling, because we're not mind readers, and two, make sure that you do your check-ins. If you cannot commit to those two things, you are not coachable, and there's no point you being here. A little bit of tough love there, but they're so, so important, and we want you to get the best out of this. We want you to get results, and that requires a two-way communication sc- stream, right? Everything else is We've We've had, on the last intake, we've had a mother of six. We had a woman with two jobs. We had shift workers. We had a ton of perimenopausal women struggling with symptoms. We've had women with breast cancer. We've had women with fibromyalgia, with PCOS, with PMDD. The defining characteristics of the people who get results aren't people who don't have anything else on in their life who like don't have a job and just, I don't know, have all the time in the world to exercise and money's not an issue and all this stuff. That's not it. It's fundamentally people that look for solutions instead of giving up because there will always be reasons that you can choose to use as excuses or you can find a solution. And we as your coaches are here to help you find solutions. So the point is I'm trying to make is, it's not the the most busy people or the people that have actually the most kind of like real world excuses not to get results that don't get results. It's the people who are always looking for excuses as opposed to solutions. Instead of, if you want to get results, you need to be optimistic. You need to be looking for a way to get to the, the outcome, even if it's not the way that you had first anticipated, right? If you can't do a full workout, do half a workout. If you can't, eat the exact calories that you'd plan to what's the next best option on the menu and think of this first six weeks as a kickstart into the rest of your life. If you want to put an end to your dieting and feel better, which is really the fundamental behind this. If you want to feel your best and you only get one life, so you may as well be feeling your best, then these changes are the changes you need to make long term and you will have to stick to them so take the pressure off getting it perfect right away because it never will be and our whole motto is imperfect action right what's the best you can do in the situation you're in and the people that get the best results have stayed with us for years not months so take the pressure off getting this all right in a short period of time this is meant to be long term change okay so how do you get the most out of commit to six or how do you broadly get the most out of coaching Coaching is a two-way street. If you do not communicate, you are not coachable. And those hard check-ins that you don't want to do, those are the most important ones. You will never be judged here. You will always be supported, and we will always go out our way as far as possible to help you get results. But you have to check in, and you have to reach out. And I think the key behaviours that people who get the most out of commit to six exhibit are uh, they ask questions they reach out when they need help they do their check-ins in the time allocated for check-ins right because we want to give you feedback on that and I would recommend putting your time for check-ins in your diary I'll come on to this a little bit later but strongly li- strong advocate of a Google diary strong advocate of allocating time to reflect to review and to make improvements. The, best, the people who get the best results also listen to the podcast and they look for solutions, not excuses. So if you commit to this, it will be, the. I genuinely think, the best investment you ever make. And if you don't and you don't reach out when you're struggling or if you can't implement something or if you need something like adapted, it'll be the worst money that you've ever spent. Like you will get out what you put in here. And I told you, I'm like, I'm not going to bullshit you here. This program will change your life if you fully embrace it. And here's why we're different. So you've probably tried diets before. You may have even tried coaching before. So why, why is this approach to coaching different? Now, aside from the mindset prep, which hopefully you've all already done now, that should have been emailed to you. We break down reaching your goal into two important parts. There's the, what to do the practical part. And I'm actually going to talk about that later on in this video of like your, your nutrition targets, your activity targets, your workouts. But I've spent 12 years doing this. Now I've coached thousands of people. And I'm pretty good at writing workouts and setting nutrition targets. That part's not hard. Now, we actually add in a few other things like specific journaling prompts and a morning routine and an evening routine. So there is another layer to that, which definitely helps people get results. But essentially, the what to do, that's not the hard part. The hard part is how to do it. And this requires a bit more skill. I think it's the art of coaching, right? That's where real coaching comes in. Telling someone what to do is one thing, empowering them to do it is quite another. And I break this section down into two barriers, sorry, two areas. You've got the psychological barriers. So for example, all or nothing mentality, impatience, delayed gratification, or an inability to practice delayed gratification. Often it's about dieting history, your expectations around scale, weight loss, and what that means. And the effort required to get results self-sabotage all these things the psychological barriers and then you also have the practical barriers so as an example this might be perimenopausal symptoms or work stress or the demands of family life or pcos or travel or holidays or meals out or food availability or you can't you don't have time to, to get to the gym all these kind of things so the practical barriers to taking action And essentially when you, when you, um, consider these two things, so not just what to do, but also how to do it. Then you come up with a way of basically a plan for you. That's going to fit in your life and suit you. And importantly, that it will probably require some compromise, but not sacrifice. So you don't resent the process and we've worked with thousands of yo-yo dieters, and I would say 99 times out of 100, the reason that they haven't got results previously is because they haven't been listened to and they haven't been supported. And they haven't considered their own life demands and constraints when the program has been given to them, right? Normally, because it's not an individualized program, it's like stick to this. And so the point I want to make here is that you're not a failure, is you were set up to fail because the diet plan wasn't or the nutrition plan the diet plan the exercise program it wasn't meant to fit you so it's not that you failed it's basically that you you made a poor choice in diet and the whole reason that i keep emphasizing on we will f- help you find solutions to problems or barriers is that that's how we're going to make it work for you in your life So this is a bit of a timeline of essentially what to expect from the program. So I'm going to start kind of pre-start, which was the mindset prep. So you were sent that as soon as you signed up. It's really important that you do that. Many people fail on their diets before they even start because they don't consider the mental approach to dieting and their expectations of that. Anyway, I've run through all of that, so I won't go through it again. From that point, we then set your individual targets based on the information you've given us. So your goals, your start point, your constraints, your dieting history. And then these first, what well, really this first week is, is about implementing this into routine. So it takes about two weeks of consistency for things to really start to slot into place and for us to have enough data to know what is working, what isn't working and what might need changed. And you're probably. Surprise yourself with what you can do. I think this often comes up with things like step targets, like oh, I'd never be able to do that. And then before you know it, you're actually doing it, you know, or like I would never get consistent with the morning routine. And then you do when you realize how beneficial it is and how much better you feel because of it. And it's that feeling better that drives further action and further motivation. So, anyway, during this time, you can reach out to us at any point in the group, we'll be very active in there. Just tag your coach or myself or both if you want both of our inputs. And then at the end of week one, you'll have a group call. These are freaking awesome. They are over Zoom. Um, I'm always there. At least one of the other coaches is there and we and everyone's welcome. So it's not it's not like a Q&A that's like me talking at you. It's like, a you know, two way conversation where we can get to know each other. So that's, they're awesome. Make sure that you put those in your diary as well as your one-to-one check-ins. Then at the end of week two, you have your first one-to-one. One-to-one check-ins are so important because this is where we review what's gone well, what's not gone so well, and what changes need to be made like for the next two weeks, if any, sometimes there aren't any. But check-ins are probably one of the most valuable parts of coaching. So you have to complete them and please do them on time so that we can give you feedback. Then in week three, you will get another group check in Um, and again, like these are awesome. We we get incredible feedback on these. They're very, very motivating and you also get your updated workouts. Now these check-ins at week three and four are probably the most important because this generally is where people experience what I term the dip, right? This dip in motivation where things aren't really like fun, new and exciting anymore. And then actually you realize you have to continue with those behaviors. And that's actually when most people give up, like there's research on this. And most people give up on their diet three to four weeks in. So this is why we double down on having check-ins, having the group call, and then also offering you something a little bit different, right? So like we've updated the workouts, something new, something exciting to get your teeth, like teeth digging into or whatever that saying is. Um, so what I want you to commit to right now at the start is to make sure that you turn up to that week three call and that you do your week four check-in. They are probably the most important. And those are the ones that are going to get you results. Cause that's going to give you a bit of a push to keep going. And actually, interestingly, at week kind of like five or six is when you start to really start to see results, right? The reason that a lot of people give up kind of like three or four weeks in is because they've put in a lot of work, but not quite enough to start seeing the results that they want yet. And all that really they need is like a couple more weeks of consistency and then things really start to show. So push through those three, those kind of weeks three and four and know that they are probably going to be hard weeks. But that's why we've added in extra support during those weeks. Then week five, you have your your next group check-in and week six is your final check-in or final check-in of the first six weeks, right? Most people stay with us much longer than six weeks. And like I said, these are changes for life. But we use the week six as a bit of a review, right? So what's gone well over the last six weeks? What are you proud of? What have you achieved? What are your goals? Are your goals still the same? Are you living in line with them? What's been hard? What's gone well? What needs to be changed? How do we kind of reset where you are refocus and then get going again for the next six weeks? And I say for the next six weeks, because I do this in my life all the time. Like I think it's quite inevitable. And by the way, at the start of commit six one, one other thing that we do slightly differently is we really, emphasize that your goals should be in line with your values so we we give you a bit of um a process to identify what your values are so essentially what's the most important thing to you or things to you normally people have three or four kind of core values and then below that has to be your goals and we want you to live in line with your values now what tends to happen over time is that you start to sway and your actions are no longer in line with your values. This happens to everyone, even even the best of us, right? Even me, it certainly happens to me. So every six weeks, I give myself a bit of a review. And I normally just coincide it with the start of commit six, because that's great. And I run this coaching program. And then I give myself a bit of a kickstart and I get going again with the next intake. So I'm like, okay, well, what's gone well? Where am I not acting in line with these values? Are these goals that I've got still in line with my core values or have things changed? do my goals need to change do my actions need to change and then on like a smaller level you normally experience this kind of like behavioral drift after a period of time as well where maybe you used to hit your steps all the time and then actually slowly over time you get less consistent with that or maybe you used to do Like, push yourself really hard, do hour long gym sessions, and then they just get shorter and shorter, or you're missing more of them. Or, you know, you basically your behaviors tend to drift backwards a little bit. And at the start, you tend to be really good, and then they drift. And this is why every six weeks, we kind of do a bit of a kick up the bum. Okay, let's call yourself out on where your behaviors have drifted. And if that goal is still important to you, let's get you back on track, let's reset some targets, and let's go again. Now, the rest of this video is gonna be more specifically on what to expect from the nutrition, the training, the activity targets, the habits, the morning routine, the evening routine, the coaching support. I will try and keep it as succinct as possible, but you know I can't promise anything, so here we go. Hello, I very much hope that you enjoyed that episode. If you did, head over to esgfitness.co.uk forward slash commit to six if you want to join this intake if you want to just figure out whether it's the right program for you and have a little chat with me first go to esgfitness.co.uk fill in the application form give me a little bit of information about you what you've tried before what you're struggling with and I'll shoot you an email and let's see if I can help you and actually before I end because I've spoken to a lot of people this week who feel like really feel like giving up and like they have tried everything and like maybe it's not For them and I would really encourage you to email me first. You are completely capable of reaching your goals and the likelihood is you've been trying to mould your life to a diet that's not suited to you. Instead of taking the core principles, the actions required, the mechanism behind how you're going to get a result, like let's say it's fat loss, it would be a calorie deficit and then having someone help you apply that to your life. And how it's going to fit around your life, your constraints and your preferences. Because honestly, the reason that most people fail on diets is because they weren't made for them.